It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Raw and Prophetic with your host, Apostle Katrina Garrett. Raw and Prophetic is where we are real, we are anointed, we are women, and we are prophetic. On this podcast, you will be encouraged through the Word of God to step in your purpose-driven assignment from the Lord. Inspired and encouraged to be all that God has called you to be. So, welcome to our podcast. Here is your host, Apostle Katrina Garrett. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning to you on this beautiful day. On this beautiful Friday morning, I am so excited and blessed on this day. And I pray that you are blessed too. I know many of you are getting ready for um, Christmas and all those things. And so I just want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Um, And I pray that you have a blessed New Year coming. Um, As I said before, um, things have changed drastically for my husband and, and myself. And so we are Um, Just getting back in the groove of uh, doing some things and getting ourselves back on um, routine, (laughs) I guess you could say, um, being that we have made that big major move to a new city. So um, I just quickly want to come on this morning and encourage you all in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, I believe this is the season and the time that uh, we as the body of Christ we need to shine more than anything um, because there are so many uh, things going on in this world. And I'm telling you, man, this world is just getting so dark. It is getting dark. And um, this is the time. Uh, it just reminds me of the scripture in um, Isaiah uh, chapter 60 and, you know, how the darkness will cover the earth. You know, but God's glory, you know, his glory is still shining. He's still in the midst. And this is more of an opportunity for the church to shine. You know, um, and we need to arise. We need to shine. And we need to uh, walk in that light so the glory of the Lord can be risen upon us. Because, you know, 
people are in a deep darkness. You know, I was uh, watching a clip on uh, TikTok and it's a guy who has a ministry that's uh, I think it's called Truth or something, but he's he's very bold and uh, he gets a lot of adversity. He gets a lot of um, attacks and, you know, but he, he, he continuously and boldly um, exposes the things of darkness. And so um, on this clip, he was he was talking. It was uh, the view, the show, the view. And um, one of the ladies on the show, uh, I can't remember her name, but she was saying that um, that Jesus, they were talking about gay pride, the, you know, the LG, um, <clears throat> the LGBT. And they were talking about gay pride. And, and uh, I think it was Sonny that said it. And um, she was saying that Jesus would be right in the center. He would be right in front marching and you know of course you know he he came on and you know and he was expressing how um so many of us listen to unsaved people we listen more to the world and carnal christians i'm gonna say carnal minded people um then we listen to spirit filled believers and when I watched the clip, you know, I was like, how can you say that? And, and of course, Whippy Goldberg was in agreement. And you guys got to understand that um, nobody's judging anyone, but these people are deceived. Okay. They are deceived. And there's no way, you know, and, and, and of course, they were trying to use the, the love term. Okay. Well, I'm sorry, but. You have phileo love and you have agape love. And phileo love is, I love you, you love me back if I can get something out of it. If we both can get something out of it, we love each other. But if we can't get anything out of it, then we hate each other. Agape love is a loving in spite of and no matter what. And we, you know, as we see, the Lord showed me years ago in 2016 that the spirit of uh homosexuality sexual immorality was gonna really play a large role in the end times in the last days and we see it um there's nowhere in scripture that god backs that up um as a matter of fact you can go back and you can read in the book of romans uh chapter one it talks about how the lord said that that they will exchange you know a lie and make it truth okay um, and it even talked about how, um, you know, it talked about the, 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 the God's wrath on the unrighteous and, and how ungodliness, you know, um, a lot of people, uh, I'm going to say this as a child of God, you, you got to be careful. You got to be careful because it talks about it right here in Romans. It says in Romans one and 21, because they, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became fruitful in their thoughts and in their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible men and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. 
And then it says, therefore, also God gave them up to uncleanliness and the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worship and serve the creator creature rather than the creator. Okay. And then it says for the, in 26, for this reason, God gave them up to a vile passion for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. That's right. That's, there's your answer. There is your answer. It's right there in the word, but people don't read the Bible. And because we don't, a lot of people don't read the Bible. Most of the people go to church based on someone else's faith, based on something that somebody else said. And this is why the church is growing darker. And it is. Um, the scripture you know, lets us know. Many of us will question, well, will there, will there be a mighty move of God? Individually, yes. The, you know, God moves in seasons and times. And right now, this is a season where there is a great deception that has covered the earth. And many people are deceived. And it's unreal because it's, it's unbelievable because so many people in the church want to be like the world, act like the world, not set apart. There's no distinguish anything about it. Um, nothing distinguished, nothing, nothing different. Just the same. We just say, oh, I believe in Jesus Christ. That's all. That's that's really all you need to say. I just believe in Jesus Christ. But there's no conversion. There's no 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 difference in your walk, your attitude. Uh, a lot of Christians are talking about how they want to drop people and they don't want to uh, socialize with anybody in the year of 23. And you got to understand that we are called to be persecuted. We are called to be rejected. We are called in those things. But do we stop shining? Do we stop preaching? No, we continue on walking in Christ and trusting God. You have to trust God for friendship. One thing about it, the Bible says, if God, God said in the beginning of time when he created man, it is not good for man to be alone. So the Lord will put people in your life that will be true. But you know what the problem is? The problem is the people that God's putting in our life to be that true friend, or even maybe you're single looking for that spouse, praying for the spouse. God has already placed them in your face, but because it's not what you want, it's not what you desire. You're overlooking or you're thinking there's something better. And and, and you wonder why you're crying and whining about not having true authentic people around you and in your life is because God's placed them. You just rejected them. You rejected them. And you, and, and, and let's just be real. You were around these individuals because of what they had. Um, the appearance of how they seemed like they had it all together and the ones that truly are anointed that the Lord placed, you rejected. It's, they did the same thing as Jesus Christ. We all do that. We reject people who are truly um, sent by the Lord to be the person that we need in our life at that moment. And we reject them. We do. We do. And so, um, but as, as, I, as, 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 as I'm speaking, we're in a time now that we are going to see more uh, people falling away from the Lord. Um, even the movies um, that were made 
in the early 2000s and 90s um, have shifted to more of demonic, more exposure to sin and um, more exposure to uncleanliness, ungodliness. I mean, it's there. It's right there in our face. And we're either going to either we're either going to bow to it or either we're going to stand on the word of God. Um, in the book of Thessalonians 2 and 3, it says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that they should not come except there be a falling away first, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So we're in a season of falling away. The falling away has to come. And I know many, many pastors are saying, well, will anybody start coming back to church again? Um, I'm not going to say nobody's not going to ever come back to church again, but I will say this. As leaders, we're going to have to go out into the fields and minister in this dark world. In other words, the church now is a church beyond walls. Right now, in this time, we are a church beyond walls. Because you can sit there in your church and preach and preach and wait and wait. And the people will not come. You're going to have to go out and compel them to come. You're going to have to go in the streets and be led by the spirit of God. And I, and I mean be led. Do you hear what I say? Be led by the spirit of God to go and minister to the lost and the broken. Okay. Yesterday, my husband and I. We went to a, a facility that, that they sell wholesale baked goods and well, not baked goods, but baking supplies like boxes and and containers that you can put your cakes in. And they had uh, some food in there as well. And we went to this place here in Jacksonville. And the woman um, was of a different culture. And what, immediately when she saw me and my husband, she was drawn to us. I could I saw it by the spirit. So she began talking to us and, you know, like I said, she was talking to the other customers, right? And they, she was ringing them up and, you know, but when, when me and my husband stepped up there, she was very, very talkative to us. She began to tell us some things that she had went through um, being, and how long she had been at this shop and this place. Then she began to talk to us about the, the Lord. And she was telling us that she did she she believed in Jesus, but she didn't believe in believe in pastors. All pastors cared about was money, and she was not going to type to a pastor and make them rich. Then she began to talk about the 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 the, the, the lost tribe of Israel. Then she began to go on talking about how Jesus was a black man, and then she began to come and you know and then she, and then when I began to talk to her about the Bible. She told me, don't quote the Bible to her. She don't want to hear nothing about the Bible because the Bible has been changed over and over. At that point, at that point, you know, and my husband's talking, I got quiet. And I said, Lord, only you can open her eyes. So let the anointing that is upon our life be a, a, a light for her. So as she went on and she she ridiculed pastors, I mean, she talked about the five-fold ministry like they were a dog. I let her talk. I didn't debate with her. 
I did not um, uh, go into uh, any type of debate, I, I, I want to say. I just listened. And as she was talking, she kept going on and on, on and then I, and I told her, I said, well, I believe in Jesus Christ. And she said, well, the church, I said, I said, well, you know, you know, the church, you know, you know, you got to realize that there's good and bad people in the church. You got to have the spirit of God to distinguish. Well, I, and I know, and I do, and I see, and I don't believe in the rapture. And she was just going on and on and on, on. But at the same time, the whole time she was talking, she was con- contradicting herself left and right, but I never said a word. I let her talk. So finally, um, I had said, well, ma'am, we have to go because I did. I had to go. I had to, you know, some things. I said, you know, because really, I just wanted her to be in our presence. So she, I gave her a hug and I said, well, it was good talking to you. Good meeting you. And um, and she said, yes, ma'am. And, 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 and she said, you guys be blessed. And we went on about our business. But what I'm saying to you is that's that's how the world is so deceived and dark. You know, this lady, she kept saying, in other words, the one thing that 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 led me to pray for this woman was she did say she believed in Jesus. So there's hope for her, even though she has her perception of the church, she has her perception of leaders. And I'm going to tell you where that perception came from, what she has experienced in the past. This woman is broken. She's been hurt. And that's what happens. A lot of people who go to church, when they go to church and they're hurt either by the members or the leadership, now they have a, a, a anti, I say, an anti-spirit against the church. But you must understand that the church is Jesus Christ. The church is him. Okay. So now they're at war with the Lord because of what somebody done to them. And so it's important that we as the body of Christ walk in wisdom and we pray. So I'm going to pray for this woman and I'm going to pray that the Lord will, will send someone else to plant a seed because let me tell you, she followed us. I mean, she followed, she came from behind the counter. She left the other customers and came from from behind the counter just to talk with me and my husband about what she didn't believe in. But I know that that was the drawing of the Holy Ghost. That was the drawing of the Holy Spirit. And no, when I when I went to go talk to her about the word. See, we don't have to quote scripture all the time to win souls. Sometimes it's the presence of God that's on your life. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that I walk in the presence of God. No. In and with the presence of God. I can go anywhere and wherever I go, the presence of God is with me. Why? Because Isaiah 60 said to arise and shine and let the glory of the Lord enter in. Let him come in. Amen. And so when you walk with the Lord and you and, and you walk with God, that's what happens. And that's what it's going to take. It's going to take. It's going to take. It's going to take for the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. God's glory is risen upon you. And yes, he said, the Lord will arise over us and his glory will be seen upon you. So what it was, was she seen the glory of God upon us. Because think about it. We didn't say anything to this lady about the Lord 
nothing. We were just talking about the stuff, you know, as we were, she was checking us out and she went on about the church and all. And I know the reason why she did is because the glory of God was trying to draw her back to him. He's trying to draw her back to him. Y'all got to realize all the church hurt you've been through, all of the times you've been disappointed. That's not Jesus' fault. He allowed it to happen, but it's a part of your growth. It's for you to mature. Sometimes you got to use the things that you've experienced in your life to grow, to help someone else. Amen. You got, you got, to, you got to realize that, that the goodness of God is God is still good um, through the good and the bad. And, and, and so we, we have to earnestly want to share with others the things we know about the Lord. And, and, and sometimes you don't have to always talk. You can just listen and let that person vent about what they've experienced in the past with other church people. Unfortunately, those people did not display Christ in a um, godly way. They they displayed him in an ungodly fashion. And that's what turns so many people off. When we display Christ in an ungodly manner, when we act ungodly, it turns people off. And what I mean by that, the things we do. If we party with the world, it's ungodly. And I'm not saying that you can't go to weddings and, 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 and things like that and dance, but just be very mindful of who you are. Be very mindful that you are set apart. You're set apart. You know, um, we have to learn how to have a balanced life in Christ and, and to not and not and not compromise to think that we're winning the world. Because let me tell you something. If you go to a party and everybody's smoking weed and everybody's drinking and you sit down and smoke with them. They're not going to be convinced that you are a believer of Christ and not going to be convinced that you're a good person. They just go say, we knew he was who he was. He said he was. But if you could sit there with them and have conversation and they drink it and they blowing that smoke in your face and not one time you condemn them or said anything about it. You just casually sat there and talked, and you had a good time with them. That's when they'll say, okay, there's something different. He didn't say anything about our smoking. He didn't say anything about, about us drinking in front of him. He didn't even bring up the alcohol. He was just kind of talking to us like he was normal. He wasn't doing what we do because people always want you to do what they do. It makes them feel comfortable because they look at it as, well, if you do it with me, then I'm okay. Okay. And that's where we, and that's where we make the mistake. So we have to learn how to how to be able to be around ungodly people and sinners and not partake in their acts of sin. But yet we can still be around them to be that light. Okay, my husband and I, we've done it. I've gone around people. I have people in family. They they curse. They I don't sit up and cuss with them and and talk and all that. No, I talk like I'm a child of God. I'm a godly woman. And I, and I, but I don't, I don't correct them either. I don't say, well, don't cuss around me. Why are you using foul language? I don't say anything. That's how they talk. That's how they talk. But I'm not going to participate. That's all I'm going to do to be different. To be set apart. We are called to be set apart. 
And so this is why the world mocks the church so much, because when we get caught in adultery or we get caught in some type of fraud or scandal, the first thing the world says is this is why we don't come to church, because and really, really think about why they say it. Really think about why they say it. This is why we don't come to church. Because you are just like us. Why do I have to change? You out here cheating. You stealing. You chasing money like me. You ain't happy unless you got riches. You just like me. So what? What? Why do I need Christ? What? What do I need Jesus for? Just to say His name? That's how the world feels. What? What? Why do I need the Lord? You ain't. You not displaying anything to convict me of my sins and to convince me that being on the Lord's side. Is a better place to be, and that's how they feel. So, you know, and so you got to realize now with social media, you know, don't get me wrong, crooked preachers, all this stuff was going on all along since since the word has been on earth. We know that, but now we have social media. You know, it used to be when a pastor got exposed, he got exposed in the city, and the people that knew about it were the people in that city, not worldwide. Now. If a pastor gets exposed, a leader, a apostle, whatever they are, prophet. Now, when they get exposed, the world sees it. The whole world sees it, because when you put anything on social media, it's worldwide. It's worldwide. So everybody in the world will see this individual being exposed of whatever they done, whether they cheated on their spouse or some type of fraud or whatever, everybody in the world will see it. And so you have people who've never stepped foot into a church that might've been contemplating or thinking about coming to church. And now this exposure of this individual has came on social media and they'll say, Oh, well I was going to go to church Sunday, but I decided I'm not going to go. Cause they're all the same because people base, they people base their lives through experience of themselves and experience with others. And so that's what they do. They base their lives based off of their own experience or an experience of another person. What do you mean? Well, if somebody goes to a restaurant and they say, God, girl, I went to this restaurant and that food was so good. I mean, it was off a chain. Now, tell that team, you're going to go try that restaurant because that person said that the restaurant was good. The food was good. And so you're going to go and try something off the, off, off the basis of experience that someone else had, 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 had uh, encountered. And so that's, it's the same thing with the church. People go to church. And if you out there talking bad about the leadership, talking bad about the church people and you, girl, they're just so fake. I'm tired. I mean, like I see leaders on Facebook always going off about fake people in church. Okay, so what you're doing is you're turning people away from God. They looking at it as, mm-hmm, that's why I ain't going, because I ain't got time for that. 
No, we got to be different. We got to be different. And, you know, we got to learn how to love in spite of. No matter how people treat you, you got to love them. You got to love them. You got to love. Because Jesus Christ is patient. He waits on us. And so, you know, we're living in a time now. Yes, we're seeing a falling away. We're going to see it. We're seeing it. Uh, more people are falling away from Christ. And you got people who were who were in church for 20 and 30 years now have drifted away from God. They've, they've fallen away because they did not want to thrive in um, the things of God. They, they, they lost their zeal to thrive in righteousness. Looking for people to encourage them, looking for people to um, uh, give them what they need. You know, you can't you can't find that in people. Yes, God has leaders and all those things. But if you put your if you you have to be first and foremost rooted in Christ, you have to be rooted in Christ. And so, um, you know, we got to have that willingness to want to share the wisdom of God. So that that's so just, just so just maybe a person that we are around that's going through, if we share the wisdom, maybe that person will need it to live and to thrive in Christ through every adversity they face because everybody's going to go through some sort of adversity and it's up to us to stand on the word of God and be that light for that person. And so I pray that um, we just be, become more bold. I think that that's what the Lord is is really raising up in this hour and time. Those who are bold. And I ain't talking about bold and just being a speaker. Bold in speaking about God. But being bold and living for him. You know, being bold and, and being that light. And not allowing anything or anybody to um, deter you or to deceive you or to separate you from the love of God but you'll stand on the word and you'll stand on it in faith and you won't be moved or shaken by the things that you see or hear but you'll be uh, steadfast you'll be unmovable and you will abound in that word and you'll continue on being who the Lord has called you to be Regardless of who accepts you or not, you won't go into the night silently, but you will continue to proclaim the word of God. You will continue to walk in the liberty of Christ and you will continue to shine amongst darkness. That is what we are here to do. And so I just pray that you be encouraged in this hour to continue in the faith to fight the good fight of faith and to contend in the faith. Amen. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we just praise you and we just thank you, Father, for your word and your spirit. And I pray right now for those who are in the midst of battling with their calling, battling with the assignment that you would give them, that they'll continue to rise up and shine and let your glory be risen upon them. Although the, what we see that the world is being covered in darkness 
and a deep darkness will come among the people. But Lord God, you are greater than the darkness. You are greater than the deceptions of this world. You are greater because you are the almighty God. You are omnipresent. You are omnipotent and you are omnipresent. We just praise you on today and we thank you God that you are the almighty God the sovereign Lord the creator of all things that you have given us not the spirit of fear but of love power and a sound mind to stand and to see the salvation of God and to declare the works of the Lord we thank you Father God for your strength and your spirit because not by might, not by power, but it is by your spirit that we are able to continue on being lights and that shines in the midst of darkness. Thank you so much for listening to Raw and Prophetic, where we are real, we are anointed, we are women, and we are prophetic. I pray that this broadcast has blessed you. Um, and so please, 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 um, Continue to stay connected with us. Um, I'm going to be uh, soon uh, airing even on YouTube. And so um, we are going to be taking uh, the airways by storm as the spirit of God leads us. And so I do ask for your continued prayers um, because, like I, as I said before, um, my, you know, just trying to get things ironed out. Me and my husband just kind of took a rest when we first got here to Jacksonville. And so now we are getting ready to do the work of the kingdom. And God is shifting us in a different way. So just watch and see and stay tuned as the Lord leads us. But continue in your faith. Continue to fight that good fight of faith. Continue on being who God called you to be. And don't let nobody tell you who you are in Christ. <laughs> Don't let nobody tell you who you are in Christ. You are fearfully and wonderfully made in the sight of our King. And that's what matters, okay? That's what matters. And listen, don't try to uh, worry about what people think or say. Just be who you are. Be you. Do you, boo. Do you. All right? God bless you again. I thank you for listening to uh, Raw and Prophetic. And um, if you would like to be on Raw and Prophetic as a guest, because I'm always open for topics, please connect on my Facebook or just go to my link, uh, Kingdom Girl Creations. You can go there and that's where you will find um, the way to connect with me. Okay. My name is Katrina. So um, if you want to connect or you want to be on the podcast just go to my link kingdom girl creations and uh there i have a website and everything where you can contact me amen so again thank you so much for listening and have a blessed weekend amen we love you and as i always say be blessed and be made whole